Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Good morning, love bugs. We're back. Good morning. <laughs> back, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Excuse me. I'm just going to take a back. bite of the delicious food that Wendy made me. Chicken Y'all, and dumplings. I told Spencer when I walked in here, I made some chicken and dumplings. I said, mm. I mess a lot of stuff up, but chicken and dumplings ain't one. I can cook a mean chicken and dumpling. I say I will always 100% trust her with any kind of Southern dish. Mm. I got you, girl. Because your biscuits and gravy. Oh. Fucking slap. Ooh, so thanks, good. girl. Look at you gassing me up. I'm about to be a chef. I'm about to have a cookbook. You you should. Southern Eats. <laughs> Southern Eats. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I would I would buy it. They're like good, just good comfort meals. Good comfort meals. Mm. And, I mean, y'all, if you are near us in North Carolina, you know it was 67 today. It actually was really nice was today. Nice. I'm not even going to complain because it wasn't humid. Uh-uh. Like the last few days, it's been so humid. I was miserable. It's been freaking raining and overcast. And we had so much Gross. stuff this past weekend to do Christmas wise. And it wasn't even like the weather. Like it wasn't cold. It was so hot and like muggy almost because of the the wet, the rain. Yeah, it was nasty. God, but it is El Nino year and it is supposed to be a little bit wetter and more precipitation. It's a what? El Nino year. What the hell's that? It. I don't know. It's not the car. Oh, that was the El Camino. Um, <laughs> I was going to say El Pinto, but I think it's just Pinto. Oh, Pinto. Yeah, my parents had one. I asked my mom about it. My dad blew it up and the, he held the gas down. Wait, one of them. Maybe it was my mom that held the gas down and blew it up in the cold. We got to ask. It's so funny. Oh, my God. She she blew the engine up. But it is supposed to be a little bit wetter of a of a, uh, which, a winter. So we might get some snow. So how does one establish that? How do they know? Somebody told me. One of my clients told me. And I was oh. like, no way. And then I have been telling other people, they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm like, oh, so y'all knew this? There's a rumor going, going round about El Nino. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, either way, um, we might get a little snow this year. And I'm okay with a snow. I love a snow day. A little crock pot going and it's white and beautiful. Oh my goodness. But then I want it gone three days later. Don't be lingering with your brown snow. Black no. snow. Mm-mm. I will say that is like, I love snow, but growing up in Michigan, that was always my complaint is that dirty. I hated the slush. Ugh. I hated the like, yes, the dirty snow. I only want to see it when it's white and pretty. And ours doesn't get quite as um, dirty here because people really don't go anywhere. Up there, people are going as True. normal. Nobody nobody goes anywhere. You go to Bojangles and you come home. Also, it heats up fast enough here where that it yeah. melts. So it is kind of nice because when we do get snow. But the the know, crappy part is, is it turns to ice here because it gets so hot. Our weather, yes. I don't think people realize, it gets like 70 during the day. Honestly, y'all. And then it'll drop to like 28 at night. It's yeah. very bizarre, but either yeah, way I saying it yeah either way but y'all. I'm okay for, I'm okay for an El Nino year yeah, a little snow day we need a little snow day it's been a while Finley is two this will be his third winter and he's never seen really snow no two years ago because we went to MB's um Valentine's thing Remember, we were debating on going or not. The Galentine's event. I remember, but why don't I remember snow? It was snowing that day, and I was very unsure if we were going or not. And oh, I, I have zero recollection yes, of that. Because I remember us talking about it and trying to figure out if the weather was going to be good to drive on. And I remember it was very cold because obviously we were outside and stuff there, oh, and it was freezing. No, I remember. Oh, I don't remember it being snowy. Hmm. Yep, because I remember being across the street, and you and I texting each other being like, are we going to go? Are we not going to go? Should we? Is it going to be okay to drive? Blah, 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 blah. And then it was, it wasn't bad. It's kind of scary that I have zero recollection of that. It was February of what? 2022, right? Or was that January? I don't remember now. January, February, which one? I'm going to show you a pic. I think it would have been January. Well, I think it would have been February because it was Galentine's. Really? I thought it was January. I don't know. I just told you I don't even remember the whole interaction, the fact there was snow. <laughs> I don't know when it was. I remember this. I don't know. Listen, I'm very concerned about the status of my brain. I do a lot of like cognitive games and things like that because I'm so paranoid that I have like early onset dementia. It was January and there was snow in that picture, but I yeah. snow with my neighbors across the street. No recollection this of snow. This was the day that we left. This was 901. 
Yeah. You nope. don't remember that? Nope. Sure don't. Girl. It's okay. I love that you have photo evidence to uh, make sure that I just remember, we remember. I know. I just remember us being outside and it it did melt so quick. Like I texted you in the morning and we were like, oh, I don't know. We'll play it by ear. And then we were asking them. We're like, how is it there? And it was like clearing up there. It wasn't too bad. And it got so warm that it melted. Okay. That's remember kind this? of sounding vague. Vaguely yep. familiar. We checked well, into the Airbnb. I'm glad we went. That? It was a good time. It was a great time. And our Airbnb had snow. And our Airbnb was also scary. It was <laughs> terrifying. Spencer was trying to get me murdered. Oh my God. That was a terrifying Airbnb. I just well, remember. Well, first of all, we were at a car dealer, a car tire place. It was the most <laughs> sketch location. <laughs> and what was happening? We kept coming out of our rooms. Were we hearing stuff? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes. Our rooms, like our doors faced <sighs> each other. And at one point, it was like, it reminds me of that show's like the stepbrothers yes. where they're like talking to each other, but it was like us from the other room. We're like, did you hear that? It was scary. And it was like, I don't know if it was a good part of town or not. It didn't seem terrible, but like on one side of us was like cute little houses. The other side, literally the other side of our driveway was like a, a car tire place. And there was just like sketchy murdered. guys coming and going. I mean, they probably weren't sketchy at all. They were literally just like coming to their job to pick up shit, but Oh my god! But we were like, "Who's that creepy man? Who's that boy?" All right. Well, this is actually next week is going to be our last show of the year. So we're going to do an advice for the holidays show. We're going to post something on stories if you want to submit that way. But we uh, love to hear your beautiful voices on the voicemail, not just get texts, but you guys do text, but it's okay. We want to hear you. That's right. So whatever you're comfortable with, text or call if you need advice for the holidays. The hotline is 919-867-6776. So that'll be next week's episode. That'll be the last regular episode for the year. But we will have a Patreon episode um, if you just can't wait until January. You know, all the all the things. So that's what's going on. Um, do you want to hop into our spotlight moment? Let's, yeah, of course I do. Beautiful. Me? I was waiting all day for this. Yeah. All right. So she says, hey, ladies, my boyfriend and I have been dating for six months. And on Friday night, we made plans to have a, a night. Oh, a night in. I was going to go over and we planned on making dinner together, watching movies. And then I was going to spend the night. On Thursday, I had some holiday shopping to do. While shopping after work, I saw some cute lingerie, and I thought I'd surprise my boyfriend with it on Friday, so I bought it. Friday after work, I took a shower, did my hair, makeup, and got dressed. It's pretty cold where we live, so I put on some knee-high boots, um, the lingerie, and a knee-length coat only, lol, and headed to my boyfriend's apartment. He gave me a key recently. Congratulations. So I used it to get in since he knew I was coming over and we had plans. To my surprise, oh no, when I got there, he was not alone. His mom was there visiting from out of state. (laughs) This was the first time that I have met his mother. My boyfriend and his mom kept telling me to take off my jacket, but I couldn't because all I was wearing was lingerie. (laughs) After I couldn't say no any longer, the only thing I could come up with was to ask my boyfriend if he could give me my sweats I keep at his apartment because I was so cold. When we got into his room, he asked me why I was being so weird about taking my jacket off. When I told him, he busted out laughing. I did as well, to be fair. He told me he was sorry about his mom and the surprise, but she came in out of state and he didn't know. After uh, recording, after recovering from the laughter, my boyfriend, uh, After recovering from the laughter, my boyfriend, uh, being a guy, said, can I at least see it before you change? I, I let him see it because that was the whole point. He walked over to kiss me while, and while he was kissing me, his mom opened the door and lost her shit. She started calling me a whore and screaming about me fucking her son in her face. My boyfriend was so angry and started yelling at her as well about being unfair and not knocking on the door before opening it. Um, my boyfriend, mind you, is 35 and I'm 29. Needless to say, meeting her went terribly. My boyfriend kicked his mom out and now I feel so bad about the whole thing. Am I the asshole for doing this? No. How, you weren't no. supposed, how are you going to know? Well, you didn't do anything wrong. I do think he probably should have shot you a text as soon as his mom got there, at least to give you a heads up because you've never met her. 
Yeah. That like is true. that would have been nice. Yeah. I think, I mean, listen, your boyfriend did the right thing by taking up for you. Yeah. But if anybody's the asshole, it might be. Well, it's first his mom. Her. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> it's first his mom. But like, I'd be like, dude, you couldn't like give me a little heads up. Hey, my mom is here. You're going to meet her. <sighs> Don't come over in your laundry that you bought in your knee-high boots. Ho. Something, just kidding. But even if she had gone over in, like, regular clothes, mm-hmm. just a heads, heads up. up would be nice. Yeah. Like, mentally, emotionally prepare to meet the mother of your boyfriend. And, like, they're not college-age people. No. And so it's obviously it's like, pretty serious because you have a key. But that's what I'm <sighs> saying. Like, they're old. Like, he's 35 and she's 29. Like, they're grown-ups. Like, mm-hmm. if they're in a committed relationship, it's probably more serious and you would want to make a good impression yeah on who could i don't know anyways you're not the asshole no not at Do all your thing girl not even a little bit i mean i hope the laundry didn't go to waste all i hope right. you still got to use it later <laughs> but oh also, that's tough. why would the mom freak out like that i don't know your son's he's a grown-up as you would say your son's almost 40 <laughs> your son is almost 40 what are you doing that's fucking weird. I she's got to be one of those moms that is uh, a little too attached to a her too son. Attached. You're not breastfeeding anymore. It's time to it's time to wean him. He's 29 years old. I wonder wean why that is. There's got to be like a psychology behind moms and sons for because sure. Because you never hear about like dads being weird with their daughters like uh, that. What? Yes, you do. No, not like that. Yes, you do. Like there are plenty of dads well, that are okay. so creepy. I guess you're right. I've literally seen, and I'm like, that is so oh, weird. That's cr- your daughter. I can think of a person right now that makes comments about his daughter, and then I'm like, that is literally no, your daughter. That's weird. Swear to God, I'll tell you after. And I'm always like, bro, that's weird. That's your daughter. It's just weird to me if a, if a dad is like, isn't she so hot? Isn't my daughter so beautiful? Isn't she just like? I'm like, that's your daughter. We don't ever describe our daughter as hot. I refuse to believe that you know somebody whose dad speaks about And you her will die like. when I tell you. You will be deceased. Rest in peace, Spencer. I'm almost 40. You're going to die. <laughs> That's what I'm going to put on your tombstone. Because you will, you will be like, no. I swear to you. Because it's like so there's weird. the, you know, the, the like stereotype of the dad who's just like overprotective about his daughter, whatever. Yeah. Which I think is a real thing, right? There's a special but bond okay. between mother and daughter or mother and son. And daddy sure, daughter. but I feel like we hear way, and maybe it's just because we're women, so we hear more about it. But I feel like yeah. there's way more situations of moms yeah. being oddly overbearing with their sons. Well, I think it's because women are a lot more emotional, too. I, I mean, I yeah, think that is definitely, that be. because women are a lot more emotionally tied to kids. But that being said, I think it can go both ways. And I think it's even creepier when it's the dad. The mom thing, I think it's more of like overbearing. She doesn't want to, she's jealous. Whereas the dad is creepy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a jealousy thing. Like when a mom is like so obsessed with her son, it's like, sweetie, you're not dating him. Don't you remember Peter and um, what was homegirl's name? Peter and um, yes. What was her name? Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. And um, what was her, I don't remember her her name. name. And we were like, she wanted to fuck her son. She literally was in a relationship with her son. We were like, they were dating. doing? They were like really serious. And I can't believe I can't remember her name because I called her by her name like all the time. (laughs) But she was like kind of, she was like jealous of the women. It was very strange. And it was like, um, that's not normal. Have you ever, any of your exes, did they ever have moms like that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Oh. Did not go good for the relationship. Well, Honestly, I, I can say, say that that's, that is probably 85% of why that relation, this one particular relationship didn't work out is because your mom is crazy and she is not in this relationship. It would be a deal breaker for me. Like I had to break up with both of them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Rough>. <laughs> We're not dating anymore. Either <laughs> one of y'all because there's not room for the three of us. So somebody's got to go. It's going to be me. Oh. Hang on one sec. Elaine? Yeah, sure is. Hey, Elaine, hang on. You there? Yes. Um, I just have to let you know for legal purposes that um, we're recording. Oh, then I can't tell you what I was going to tell you. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> because, because for legal purposes, I did have to make a statement for HR. Oh, goodbye. Okay, well, guess what? Um, you're gonna tell what? me. You're gonna tell me in a few minutes. I will turn this off. But first, why don't you say hello to your fans? They've missed you. Hey, y'all! You should have said hey, Wendy. Okay. Everybody, I when I tell you, Elaine, 
no fewer yeah. than one time a week, <laughs> <laughs> I get a message saying, when is Elaine going to be on the podcast? And also, when is Elaine moving to North Carolina? And I have told everybody to take the pressure off of you on the ladder. But thank you. When are you moving to North Carolina? <laughs> no. <laughs> when are you so funny? <laughs> Listen, we're taking the pressure off on that aspect. But yeah. um, can we get you to agree here and now that you'll come on an episode of the show soon? Oh, 1000%. I want I want people to send in questions about me. I want I want my fans to know the true me. Oh, I love that. 40 under 40. Elaine. We already we did that. We oh, did that. Was I there? Didn't we? Yeah. Wait, no, no. Oh, I know we did y'all that. Did we did like, Wendy? Why are you, Wendy, are you there? I'm laughing. Wendy, are you there? I mean, I'm here. Wendy? Wendy? Okay, can you just shut up for a second? Um, Bitch, that's your friend, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, I did not do the, first of all, oh no, I, I can't be 30 under 30. Um, I did the questions with Ua, the couple's questions. You did, for the Patreon. But yes, I think yeah. um, maybe like our first uh, episode of the new year. Maybe we'll just kick it off with a, an Elaine episode. That would be good. 24 and 24. Bam. Ooh, uh, there we go. There we go. There we go. 24 questions in 2024. I'm about it. Pencil me in. Pencil me in. Um, ah! Well, they're going to be there. Are you all right? I'm driving. It's been a long day at work. I just got out. Oh, fantastic. Well, is before I turn this off so you can tell us the real juicy news, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the listeners? Um, if you friended me and I haven't accepted it, I'm really sorry. I just, if you have a private profile, it makes me a little nervous, even though I know I have a private profile. So it's like a little hypocritical, but... Um, but they're just, requesting I'm you, sorry. so I get it. I know, but like... I don't need any more HR problems at work, you know? So, like, I don't want somebody to see something or hear something that I said. Just uh, don't mind me. I'm just going through everybody's profile one by one, and um, I will get back to you ASAP. Her her plethora of requests. Okay, well, thank you so much for um, filling them in on that. I'm sure many of them are anxiously... Uh, waiting at the edge of their seats for your approval. So, okay, guys, we're going to find out what this hot goss is, and we'll be right back. The holiday season is around the corner, and with it comes gift giving and lots of great food and, of course, dreaded holiday portraits. Although I don't mind a camera. Y'all know that. So we take Christmas card pictures every year, and there's nothing worse than a stress breakout. We all know what that's like. Spencer hates taking photos. So while we can't control other aspects of the holidays, we can make sure you feel confident and camera ready for your photos. That's why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin, whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging or acne, scarring. Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get you customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. Simply fill out the online consultation about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even back, chest, and butt acne. Treat breakouts from head to toe. So I've talked about my skincare before, and I hate the hyperpigmentation. I've got discoloration. I get hormonal breakouts around that time of the month. So this is a great way to have someone help make the perfect plan for my skin because I obviously do not know how to do this myself. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash famous when you use our code famous. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash famous and click get started, then use our code famous at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. 
Unwrap the first of many presents this season with Holidays on the House from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. So what are you waiting for? Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette. Or play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all season long. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with the promo code FAMOUS and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code FAMOUS, only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 and up. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credit awarded, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. We're back. We're back. We're back, Jack. She's something else. She forgot that she literally told me this story last Monday. So she was really just filling in, Wendy. Yep. So I got the scoopity poop, but she'll have to talk to you all about that on her episode because. (laughs) I swear to God, this girl, she is so funny. She like just can't stay out of HR's office. They're besties. She's just going to live it. Every job. Got to live somewhere. (laughs) Just gonna keep having <laughs> might those, as well be an H having those hard conversations, <laughs> right? Uh, speaking of Lord hard conversations, last week, hopefully, y'all listen to that episode. Otherwise, this one's gonna be not irrelevant, but it's just not gonna make as much sense. Yeah, if you haven't, you need to pause this right here. Yep. Just pause it. Go back to last week's uh, yes. a fifty nine million dollar wedding. Yep. I mean, I wasn't coming up with anything cutesy for the mm-hmm. title. That, that is, is those what it's are facts. Um, go but, back and listen to that one first. Yes, and uh, so speaking of the hard conversations, is <laughs> this old bride must have not been having them hard conversations because as we broke the news to yes. y'all last week, homeboy the groom was under speculation and arrested and indicted. Like all there was this paper trail essentially from I don't know the police department and court system that he was in fact y'all not just allegedly but he was arrested for waving a gun right wasn't it waving it what was so I guess the call it was at their home Mm -hmm. they they live in this big ass house together and wait she called him she called I don't know somebody called the police and said somebody in the home was what's the word brandishing a weapon yeah and then when the cops got there, it was an officer for like their, like where they live. But then also, I guess, two other officers from like neighboring towns or neighboring villages, whatever. And they, the three of them came and he, they said, intentionally um, shot, aimed and shot his weapon oh, at the officers. Oh, I know he shot. Oh, maybe not. Not. Maybe he didn't shoot. Maybe I, I'm starting. Rumors. I think it was he was waving it. Oh, okay. Right? But how about the person that the bondsman was um, Ray Vaughn? Mike's last name is Vaughn and my dad is Ray. That's what? so weird. That so weird. That's funny. But um, it was a small bond. It was like $20,000. $20, yeah. Which for is was really surprising to me because for a crime that carries yeah. that much weight, like that kind of a sentence, because it's three counts. Like that's why it's so much time because it's not just one officer. It was three. So it's like three different counts of the same charge. Right. But for that, for something with that kind of weight to it, that 20,000 would only be yeah. 20,000. And especially considering like who they are. I mean, it money really isn't even an object, but obviously I don't know. Thank God I've never been arrested. So I don't know what the bond, like how that works exactly. But the craziest thing is, and we talked about it a little bit last week, was why did they go through this? Like, did she knew she was going to go viral, right? Like, there's no way that she wasn't doing all this stuff to get all her content out there to not well, go viral. So here's the thing. So there's, I, I in the last week, I've been, um, I've watched a few videos from different people that work in PR, mm-hmm. and they said, tell me you don't have PR without no, telling me, me yeah. you don't have PR. Because the initial thought, right, was that she was using this wedding. To cover it up. And like right? having, not even to cover it up, to have 
to launch like a career for herself. Yeah. You know, they, it was intentional that it was getting put out there, but now that this news has come out, it's like, okay, well, obviously if you're going to bring attention to yourself, people are going to find this. everything. Yeah. So there's, but there's several different theories now. It's like, okay, well, we thought she had PR initially, but now we, it's probably unlikely that she had like right. actual, like a PR team. Yeah. But people are like, yeah, there's so many different theories swirling around. Like one, did they publicize this to make it so it would be more difficult to find an impartial jury? Well, oh, or, okay. That was one, one thought that I one of them, saw. Yeah. One of them that I saw was that they were trying to blow up the wedding to, basically take away from like the initial because his court distract. date was coming up yeah so but nobody would have even known about it totally no other Otherwise. than the fact that the dad the heir like just that part of the family you know when stuff like sure. that happens by association people are like oh this is actually the the new uh, son-in-law of so-and-so and so maybe that was a thing but then they were saying oh well they brought the wedding to kind of distract you yeah so the wedding content would have blown up versus that but like you said i mean at the end of the day you're bringing attention to yourself that means they're going to dig up any and everything about right. you that's gonna come up and people live that kind of stuff but my biggest question and what i can't seem to find the answer to is how was he out on bail but able to leave the country i have no idea and the only thing that i can think is obviously this happened in march of yeah. this year mm-hmm. so the we uh, no surprise i'm sure this wedding has been in being planned for many more months than that. So the only thing I can think of is maybe it was something that his lawyers got the judge to sign off on. Like, hey, you know, they're, they have this wet, they're planning on getting married in Paris. He's not a flight risk. Yeah. You know, he's got well-established uh, community ties through his family, through her family, whatever. And maybe they could get a judge to sign off on it. So one of this, um, still stipulations the stipulations was no alcohol. Did you see that on his bail? no. You're telling me he didn't have a sip of booze? It says that one of the stipulations of his bail is no alcohol. And wasn't he toasting champagne? And not that he had to drink it, but I'm reading through some of the bail stuff. But it doesn't look good. Because like you were saying, if they gave him like certain restrictions around it, and they were like, oh, you can go. But like you said, not a flight risk because he's obviously getting married. We know where you're at. And it was very publicized. But then the no alcohol, I don't know because, like, imagine the average Joe. You can't leave your state, right? Or you, your perimeter. You, you can't, right. Like, a lot, like, I think, again, I don't have any personal experience with this, but I don't even think you can leave your your city, much less your state or country. Okay, so I'm looking through some of the stuff, and it actually, three days ago, came out that allegedly he did fire shots at the North Texas police. Okay. So I didn't even see that update before what you were. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this thing, Spencer and I were talking about it a couple of days ago. It's like, it's my Roman empire. I can't stop thinking about no it. No one can though. And but now it's that this, wild. And now this is like a whole new level. Like I couldn't stop thinking about the wedding. Now I, it's like everything. The- well, she deleted her TikTok. We didn't even say that yet. So she's yeah. deleted her TikTok. Her Instagram is private. Um, but when we were talking about it the other day, it's like, what something does we even said a little bit last week something ain't right a why would your parents let you go through with this b how did he get there what what were the stipulations like how did he get to go three what is going on with as far as like him being sentenced potentially to life and him not taking a plea like something that's just it and the plea deal (sighs) so what he's being charged with and I can't remember if we said it last week or not, but I'll say it again now. What he's being charged with has a minimum sentence of five years and yep. a maximum sentence of 99 years or life in prison. Right. They offered him a plea deal of 25 years, which is a significant amount of time yeah. if they didn't have very strong evidence and were very confident in a conviction. Right. So I just... I'm very confused by the whole situation. I'm confused about what happened in the first place. Like, how did this situation even come about? I'm assuming alcohol was involved. And then what kind of, like, record does he have? Is this his first crime ever? If it is, then that could also be why maybe he was granted some leniency to leave the country for his wedding. 
right? Because if it's like a first well, time offender, people but are it's all over. Still so serious. It is, and people are all over with like the speculations. Like some people are speculating that they never left Texas and it was AI, which I don't believe that. I mean, there's no. too many people. Did you see our DMs? People were like, "Oh, I had a friend at the wedding. They said it was crazy." Like, yeah, people. Know, these aren't that far fetched. Of th- these aren't like celebrities that people are like not. Right. These are tangible people with yeah. like real community ties. Like, like us, that but every, we're just poor. Every day, <laughs> right? <laughs> that like everyday people know in their real life not these like you know figments that people don't really have right. ties to it's like it's just very um very fascinating and I can't stop thinking about it no and it <laughs> I just it's wild that they haven't like come out and she hasn't made a statement or anything people were like throwing comments on every single social media outlet they could possibly get to because like obviously she deleted her um her TikTok, and then on her Instagram, the last I checked, you could still do comments on hers. I don't know if she's changed it, but she was still resharing stuff. It wasn't like she was radio silent. Yeah. But the fact that she's not making it, maybe now they have PR. They're like, oh, now's a good time. <laughs> like it's all coming out. Maybe we should get somebody. Have to. And the other thing is, and I think it's this definitely goes to like the um idea that all publicity is good publicity yeah but for like all the wedding vendors right it's like now they're they used the creme de la creme of wedding vendors for this thing in the world like globally yeah and now they're going to be tied to like this case like that what I'm saying it's something's not right there's something that we're missing and we and I said that last week like something is not adding up there is a major piece of this that there's obviously a motive people don't just do this kind of stuff without a motive which is like also kind of crazy like who's gonna spend fifty nine thousand dollars for 59 million dollars I mean what did I say 59 yeah (laughs) who's gonna spend 59,000 on a new truck yeah (laughs) I mean you know 59 it's the same thing tomato tomato right I mean it's essentially the same (laughs) um Yeah, $59 million. That is a huge chunk of change. And people are like, oh, she wanted to um, jumpstart her influence or, you know, launch it. That seems very strange when you have like, a cent- well, you have unlimited money. Let's be real. You're spending $59,000, $59 million. My brain doesn't. <laughs> she can't even comprehend I can't that even, money. Yeah, I can't even register. $90,000 for the hair people. I still need to stop thinking about that. Um, but- now I'm seeing, an, I'm seeing another report that's saying the wedding was $89 million. I don't know. I think the first was, one is probably I people so are just too. trying to fabricate at this point, but agreed. But I mean, we it probably was more than we don't really know. We don't really know. I think it was a lot. Sixty million dollars is a fuck ton of money for a wedding. One million dollars so, is a lot of money. Uh, Let's be cor- real. Correct. And honestly, you're not wrong. Hundred thousand dollars is eh, stretching it. Like that's a lot of money for a wedding for one day. Whew. So, um, but when people are like, "Oh, she's doing it to lunch," there are so many other things. I would have laid on the ground with $2 million in ones. That would have launched it. That'll get them talking. That'll get them talking. Yeah. You didn't need to have a wedding uh, to a alleged criminal, Madeline, with an extra A-I-N in your name. I'm like, I'm just trying to look at um, something here because I thought I saw more information, but it it didn't. I It's just more of the same. But here's the other thing. And I'm talking to you guys listening. We know too many damn people that live in the Dallas area to not have some sort of tea on the situation. Madeline, if you're listening, we could have just hooked you up with some of our people out that way. Like we could have got you in, plugged in, made a little um, a warm welcome, a little intro, a break the ice. Yeah. yeah. I just like somebody's got to know something, right? Not even about, like, them per se, but, like, you're telling me this happened and it didn't make its way onto the news? I'm going to need some details. I want to know how we came about, who called 911 and had the police show up, why we were brandishing a uh, a weeping, a weapon in the home. Not the weapons. Not the weapons. Get your guns out, y'all. I got more weapons back there. I just... And then I'm just very curious, like, did she hire PR who told her to delete her TikTok? Why would we be investing so much and just wipe it off? Why wouldn't you make your TikTok private and keep your Instagram? Why would you do any of this? 
that if you is had an a brain question or but. any type of PR, if you knew you had something major, I'm not talking you just got a DUI because that's pretty major. Something like that. When you have something that's potentially life, right, in prison, I, I don't know that I'd necessarily be flashing my life around. I think I'd be skedaddling under the radar. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's just me. But I'm not rich, so I don't know what that's like. So, and then supposedly he had to leave. I don't know where they were honey, honeymooning. I don't know if it was still in, if they were still in Europe or if they went somewhere else, but he had to leave early because he had to be in I think on Monday. Yeah. He was in court. I think like the day we recorded this. So I don't know. And I don't know what happened. I was going to, I was trying to find what actually happened when he was in court. Um, Cause I don't know if it was like another bail here. Like, I don't know what that hearing would have been. And if it's true that he shot at the police, how is he not in jail? And out on $20,000 is like the math ain't mathing. It doesn't make sense. No, to me. because if someone, if Joe Schmo did that, you're, you would be in jail. You, like you, that's like attempted murder. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I'm looking at his actual. Yeah. 1130 is, um, so November 30th is when he was in court. Um, defense bond amount. 20,000 I don't I want to see like what it actually was but I mean it happened like they're in court in Fort Worth anyways we're gonna have to keep up with this because I need to know how this pans out oh so she's making a face allegedly well uh, this is all outside of him actually being charged with a crime this is all yes someone nobody and we're reading these on like forums y'all it's not you know whatever but um take it with a grain of salt right it's someone said, y'all, this scandal goes deep. Maddie does not have a clean pass and things are going to come out. I have no idea why she decided to publicize her entire wedding while her husband awaits possible jail time. So as we've mentioned, we've been sleeping on these blissy pillowcases. And let me tell you, I did not know that a pillowcase could feel so good and make such a big difference in my life. And then also from like a hair sauce angle, you already know, like that's very important. We don't want frizzy, frazzled ends. No, we do not. We spend way too much money on our hair. Absolutely. It's time to upgrade your sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. Y'all know how I feel about the mulberry silk and what it feels like. The holidays are just around the corner, and if you're looking for the best gift you can give, look no further than Blissey Silk Pillowcase. Silk is honestly the most luxurious gift to give your friends or your family. These are the perfect gift for any occasion. Plus, it comes in gift-ready packaging they'll be sure to love. Give yourself the gift of Blissey today, and you'll want one for every room of the house. So besides just the obvious being great for your hair, great for your skin, and of course staying cool because we love a cool side of the pillow. Um, the Blissey pillowcases are washable and hypoallergenic because of, they're made of that mulberry silk, which just is naturally hypoallergenic. So you can sleep more comfortably without itching or rashes. And they're really great for um, the people in your life or you if you have allergies. Yes, and also I've washed mine a million times and I drool at night and it comes right off, y'all. It doesn't stay. Nice. <laughs> She's outing herself. Yeah, I am. That's good sleep. Blissy sil- Silk Pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market for sure. We are huge fans. They have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts because there's literally an option for everybody. And men love them too, Robbie loves his they have over 1.5 million raving fans and you could be next try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash so basic and get an additional 30 percent off that's b-l-i-s-s-y.com slash so basic and use code so basic to get an additional 30 percent off give yourself the gift of a good night's sleep with blissy if you haven't finished your holiday shopping yet don't panic. I'm a last minute shopper, but there is still time to find incredible original gifts with the help of Uncommon Goods. Uncommongoods.com has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only, and it's not stuff that you can find anywhere. We've talked about it before. They have uh, unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists 
artists and makers and then sold by Uncommon Goods. So skip the gifts that scream last minute and find something truly original at UncommonGoods.com. We love... Um, oh, the name of the candle that I talked about uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about Uncommon Goods, uh, it's called a courting candle. Oh. And I guess it used to be <clears throat> a thing like fathers, when uh, their daughters were being courted, they would like put the amount of candle up through the little holder. Uh, and then once it burned down to the metal, like that was it. They only had that much time. To like, date their daughter? Well, no, just for like that that session or whatever. Oh, I was like, dang, <laughs> man, I'd blow that candle out if I really. <laughs> so um, we might not use it for courting, but it is just a really cool candle. No, that and it makes a, cool a great candle. gift. I've given it multiple times. It's always a fan fave. And they have a ton of um, things for like the hostess in your life. Yes. Bartenders, cooks. Just and they're like. I know that we say unique gifts, but they really are. They're just gifts that you would never think about that you look on their website and you look at it and you're like, dang, that's such a great gift. I wouldn't have thought about that, but they did it. They thought about it. Totally. (laughs) Um, Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often they're handmade or made in the U.S. And they really do have the most meaningful out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. Looking for a gift you don't have to worry about getting lost in the mail This is something really cool from them. It's called Uncommon Experiences, and they're more than virtual classes. They're unexpected opportunities to have fun and connect in new ways from tarot card reading, lunar astrology charting, cooking and mixology classes, crafts, gardening, and so much more. We were just talking about that, that the gift of an experience, maybe it's just because we're getting older, and so like we don't want or need for as much. Right. An experience gift is so cool. Yeah, it's so much better. No one wants more junk in their house. Let's be real. It's true. From art, jewelry, to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts that you can find just anywhere. And with every purchase that you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice, and they've donated more than $2.5 million to date. Yes. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash famous. That's uncommongoods.com slash famous. For 15% off, don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're out of the ordinary. Okay, so we are desperately trying to find the actual, like, police report. Right. Because I just, I, I need to know. Curiosity killed the cat. So yeah. I'm going to keep looking for that. Um, it, it'll be somewhere, but there's so much information out there now that it's like everybody's taking it and running well, with it. Well, and the other thing that I was thinking about is like how much is public record? Like are police yeah. reports actually public record or is it more just like the charges? And since he's still technically going to be going on trial, like a lot of it I'm sure is probably kept private until after that I would imagine because it's technically like an open case yeah I think police reports are public record right like people can usually see a police report I would think so because it's like a government it's like a we're gonna need um our lawyer and police listeners to help us us know (laughs) please help um but I do think going back to like the theories of why they would be trying to make this so so public yeah I do think it makes sense, the jury thing. Yeah, like, no, for sure. It's harder to find people that wouldn't have some type of, like, knowledge of this case. And it's going to continue delaying the um, that delaying is the trial, true. which already takes a long time. Who knows if he waived his right to a fast and speedy trial. That could put it off. It's not like he's sitting behind bars. He's out on bond. So he's out in Paris. He gets to, right. So he gets to just keep living his life while they keep making it difficult to actually have a trial. And when we were looking at like some of the information in Paris, in Paris, in Texas, looking in Paris, in Texas, it's a minimum of five years. So regardless right. of what happens from my understanding, if he's it charged, would, yeah, which it sounds like, it would be pretty hard for him to get off without right. anything. That's why they offered a plea already, right? And that what they're yes, saying they're of like twenty five years. So it sounds like they're pretty. It confident. sounds like he's at least he's gonna have five years. So maybe he's just trying to live a little bit more, get her pregnant, and then imagine, imagine a prison baby, a prison baby, <laughs> allegedly. Or she'll whatnot. just go. She'll go to prison to have the baby. She'll be like, hey. I mean, prison daddy. Like, do you want to go see? They're like, my daddy's name is Preston. They're like, um, prison. Okay. If, let's say, obviously, in an alternate universe, if Mike did something that landed him in jail for a length of time, Mm -hmm. would you be 
waiting for him on the other side. Well, it depends on what he went to jail for. Did he kill somebody? <laughs> that's actually did he a, very, somebody? That's a very he, fair point. Yeah. If he like stole a case, pack of let's gum. Say he did, let's say he did exactly what Jacob did and okay. got and took a 25 year plea. Okay. But what did Jacob do? Did he wave the gun or did he shoot the gun? Do you know what I'm saying? If he waved <gasps> okay. the gun, that's, that's less severe. If you're shooting at someone, which we still don't know, which is the actual thing. Yeah. If he shot at, to me, if you were trying to kill somebody, I'd have a really hard time of waiting for you. If you were like actually trying to kill somebody. I gotta be honest. I don't really think it matters what it is. I'm not waiting for shit. Yeah. That's hard. I don't. I call mean, me, call me when you're out. If I'm still single, maybe yeah. we can talk. <laughs> They're like, you're married. Well, how does that work? You don't get, how do you get? You go to court and you're like, hey, my husband's in prison. <laughs> okay. Oh, like to get a divorce? Yeah. Like, how would that work? Oh, I'm sure there's like... A legal loophole where they're like, oh, he's in prison. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Like, I, I would imagine there's got to be some sort of... Um, People have waited around for a lot like, less. I can tell you that. Because I am tripping sometimes when I'm watching these shows. And they're like, yeah, I'm just waiting till he gets out. I'm I'm feeling very optimistic. He didn't do it. And it's like, I'm we have. Very optimistic. We, we have video Jim footage. Jim Bob sure didn't do that. Jim Bob is on camera. And he actually did, did do all these things. And it's like the harshest things. And they're like, I'm going to wait. I love him. I love him. I just love him. And it's. Okay, girl. You know what you, I will never you, understand? Babe. The women that fall in love with prisoners. It, I, I can't. I don't. Yeah, agreed. I'm that not. is fucking strange it's weird. to me. It's so weird. And then it's like, also, well, there's how did no- you meet? You were just going in there to visit somebody and you saw somebody? Or look at, well, I think what happens with so many of these women is because they have all these like prisoner pen pal programs. Oh my God. Say that four times fast. Prisoner pen pal. <laughs> can't even do it once. But. I think they like they because women are so much more emotional when it comes to connections with people. My ass, not in prison but, on a piece of paper. But I really think that's how so many of them like figure it out. But also like, and I'm not saying that like prisoners don't deserve pen pals, but like, what would possess somebody to be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a pen pal in prison, no. and then you like, fall, like you gotta be seeking that shit out. I, I think, and how do you trust somebody <laughs> they're in jail? Hard, it's hard enough to date somebody and trust that their favorite color is blue and they actually have a job. I don't know that I'm just going to necessarily trust Johnny in prison because he really didn't do it. Right. Like, how do you know he's not just looking for a sugar mom on prison. the outside to send him stuff into his commissary so he can buy some more like easy donuts? Back. Right? Like, no, <laughs> you're some, in prison. Some ramen, some I don't trust you. Stuff to make toilet bowl wine. Like, I no. don't like. I no, it's so. No strange to me i think that is a that's not i don't think you're well i mean i hate to say that okay thank you you took the words right out of my mouth because i was gonna and listen i'm really sorry if you're one of these people but i'm just if you are let us know and tell us how it happened uh, we'll have know. you on an episode. I want to hear the Would, whole damn story. Let's put change a, our minds. Let's change put our minds. A question box up. If you Absolutely. or someone you know, we're doing it. Yeah, maybe Madeline will want to come on. Maybe because here's like I just um, how do I want to say this? I equate the women that seek companionship from male prisoners uh-huh. to the people that you see on that show. Um, uh, on my strange A&E. addiction. Thank you. That's it. Somebody loving on some damn Tide Pods. Uh, yes, where they're like, I'm in love. <sighs> Did you? Okay, this went viral a while ago, but there was a woman on an episode of that show, and she was um, in a monogamous relationship with the Eiffel Tower. Speaking of Paris, <sighs> and when I tell you, she would go, and they was they recorded her. She went and would like straddle like His parts movie. of the building <laughs> and like literally grind herself on it in public. And she's like, yeah, she's like, it's kind of weird being intimate when there's like so the many French other men yeah, when there's so- <laughs> uh-huh. Pierre, <laughs> when there's so many other people around and they're looking at me and she was like kissing the metal. I kind of feel like I do remember that. Yeah. That is mental. It that is person mental. is not normal. That's like they the person I sent you that thought she was in a relationship with Post Malone. Remember recently? Oh, bless. Bless her heart, y'all. Like, legit <laughs> thought she was giving Post Malone money. And they, and he was always, like, having things pop up so they couldn't meet for, like, years. This lady thought, sweetheart, you're not firing on all cin- cylinders if that is if that is truly what you <laughs> Okay, I just had to Google this. So oh, BuzzFeed God. did a, a thing. Literally, this was like 10 years ago. And it was 
talking about um it's like <laughs> 10 people in love with inanimate objects oh my god and like how many of these people are there there's got to be enough where it's a form of entertainment for us normies it's got to be enough that they had to actually like vet people and like have a casting uh, call <laughs> oh my god i don't know it's it's not that's this, not well that's not a sound mind this person so the first one says he married a pillow all it took for Korean anime fan Lee Jin, I don't, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I won't do that to myself. Um, all it took for Korean anime fan to fall in love was a quick trip to Bed Bath & Beyond. Lee fell so head over heels with his Dakimakura, a Japanese body pillow with an animated heroine printed on it, that he married his cushiony companion in a special ceremony. It is Bed Bath and Beyond, so. Yes. And then a woman who married a roller coaster says, <laughs> For church organist Amy Wolf, the love of her life is quite literally a mass of twisty tracks and loops. Wolf says she first fell in fell for the amusement park attraction 1001 knots at the tender age of 13 and vowed see 13 and no. vowed to one day wed the Pennsylvania based fairground ride. Here's hoping the happy couple will soon have a band of bumper cars to call their own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but shame on these people encouraging this, giving them hope. Congratulating her in the roller coaster. No. Amy, go back to church and play your organ. <laughs> Shut up. What is it about historical monuments that gets all the ladies swooning? UK-based shop assistant Amanda Whitaker fell for Lady Liberty from afar and even dumped the drum set she was dating to devote the entirety of her affections to the iconic statue. She doesn't have space in her life for two objects. (laughs) It's just one. She's a one-object kind of gal. What is wrong with people? You're going to love this one. What? 39-year-old Lou damn near redefined quote, self-love, when he married a life-size cutout of himself, albeit decked out in a red bridal gown, the award for quote of the year goes to a few particularly polite wedding attendees who noted that it was a real grand wedding, except that the bride is a photo. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm screaming. Uh -uh. Oh, this might have been her. San Francisco's Erica Eiffel has been a long-standing staple in the objectophile community, but she'll always be remembered first and foremost as the woman that married the Eiffel Tower. Her husband, being one of the most fantasized about locations on Earth, might make for some awkward dinner conversation. And she did not change her last name to Eiffel? Erica Eiffel. This is literally who I was looking. I got to Google her. Object. What did they say the word was? Objectophile. That's the word for it. No. It, that's that's a that's a medical condition. You're not right in the head. No. No. <laughs> no. On, Erica, I'm screaming. Erica Eiffel. Please you guys uh, comment on this or DM us if you know this is her. If you know see. what I'm talking about. Erica Eiffel. Erica Eiffel. Erica Eiffel also know, this is her Wikipedia page. Of course it's her Wikipedia page. She's psychotic. Um Erica Eiffel, also known as Aya is an American competitive archer and advocate for object sexuality. Wow. She, quote, married. I love that it's in quotations. Because it's not real. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) She married the Eiffel Tower in a commitment ceremony in 2007. Um, I'm dying. She was in the military. Shame on somebody for doing this, for marrying her. She was in the Air Force. Was she? Mm-hmm. Is that where she first locked eyes on him? Flying over? His, his peak? What? After serving enlisted in the uh, U.S. Air Force, Eiffel entered the U.S. Air Force Academy in 1993. In her first year, oh, well, this is what? not nice. Uh-oh. Oh. Well, now I feel bad for making fun of her. Okay, what? Um, it says, in her first year, she was sexually assaulted by another cadet, but thwarted the attack with a training sword. She was subsequently dismissed from the academy with a personality disorder. Um, she said, I really felt that the only way for me to sleep is if I was holding on to something like my sword, because that's the one thing that protected me, and it just got worse. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. So, But still, that's a mental disorder. No, for sure, but like... Did it li- literally that act like Needed alter something. her brain chemistry? 
And where she needed to hold on to that. But also, she doesn't sleep with her husband every night. Does she sleep at the Eiffel Tower? Hold on. There's a whole... Okay. So there's a whole section on here that says Eiffel and Objectum Sexuality. Okay. Eiffel is founder of OS International, an organization for those who develop significant relationships with inanimate objects. She claims that her object relationship with Lance, her competition beau, helped her become a world-class archer. What'd she do? Fuck her bow? Like, I don't understand. She first encountered the Eiffel Tower in 2004 and said that she felt an immediate attraction. She told ABC News that she and others feel an innate connection to objects. It comes perfectly normal to us to connect on various levels, emotional, spiritual, and also physical for some. In April 2009, on the second anniversary of her marriage to the Eiffel Tower, she appeared on Good Morning America. Uh... And explained how her object love empowered her. Her 20-year relation... Her 20-year... She's a trifling hoe. She's an Eiflin hoe? Well, that's the name of this episode. Her 20-year relationship with the Berlin Wall inspired the musical theater production, Erica's Wall. (laughs) She did not treat... Did she cheat on the Berlin Wall with the Eiffel Tower? She slept with her sword. And then she fell in love with her... Beau, her or, B-O-W, not a like not like a boyfriend. Like correct, a, yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that um, mm-hmm. clarification. Yeah. And then in, yeah, I guess she really she gets was in a twenty-year relationship with the Berlin Wall, and then fell in love with the Eiffel Tower. So, did the relationships cross over, or did she leave the Berlin Wall for the Eiffel Tower? She did marry the Eiffel Tower she and, t- and so took his really, name. He really had her heart. She <laughs> took his name. I, I just. Erica Berlin just doesn't have the same ring as Erica Eiffel. So this must have been what I kept seeing clips of in, on TikTok. It says, in 2011, a Finnish journalist moved to Berlin for a year to write a book about Eiffel's object relationships and everyday life. Because when I, the videos that I was watching, the clips, it was definitely like, almost like a documentary. Like she was talking yeah. about... And that's where I had the unfortunate privilege of seeing her grind the Eiffel Tower. That is just so is <laughs> in she public gonna have, with people walking by and looking at her. Is she going to have little baby Eiffels or like what's she going to do to reproduce? <laughs> Hopefully nothing. God, I don't know. I mean, this is this is really crazy. Oh, there, there's a picture of her kissing it. Her, kissing it. Can you imagine harassing. how many germs no. are on that thing? No. I hope she cleaned it first. She did not. Mm-mm. She loves him just the way he is, Spencer. <laughs> It's a judgment-free zone. He's been around a lot of hands. Uh, oh, other names it says. Erica Latour Eiffel. Get out. Whoever signed off on this stuff, y'all, you cannot be serious. You cannot be serious. We can't co-sign to this stuff. We have to put a stop to it. Wait. What? There's a very recent article on her. And Is I say there? very recent because um, it's... 2002 that was last year very recent that was, i mean 20 sorry i was like that was 20 <gasps> years ago girl oh, <laughs> 20 my bad i meant 2022 oh okay yeah um the uh title of the article says u.s woman married to eiffel tower for 15 years is now attracted to a fence oh no they're gonna oh, get a divorce she's riding the fence they're Hold gonna on. get a divorce <laughs> not the picket fence wow she really can't keep a man she can't Listen, she went from a wall to a and they <sighs> and they say it's the gays and drag queens ruining the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> An American woman had in 2007 come out about being attracted to inanimate objects. She had famously married the Eiffel Tower that year in what was described as a commitment ceremony that took place in Paris, France. No fucking shit. First of all, the Eiffel no, Tower couldn't travel. Him. <laughs> right, he, he can't leave the country or go? his spot. However, Erica Labrie Nee Eiffel, who is 50 years old now, is now bored of her relationship with Eiffel Tower. Oh, she's bored, so she went to the fence? She's a home-wrecking whore. Um, is now attracted to a fence, which she wants to get better acquainted with. The woman characterizes herself as an objectum sexual, which is a phrase for someone who's drawn romantically or sexually to inanimate objects. Labrie, an advocate for abject sexuality and a competitive archer, was recently seen in a now viral TikTok video straddling a red fence as she revealed her feelings for the chiseled structure. Fences are such dangerous objects for me because they're so... Oh, she likes the bad boys. She goes... Because they're so perfect in their geometry. 
geometry. I'm definitely physically attracted to this fence, and I would like to get to know this fence better, she adds. The viral TikTok video captures her discussing what draws her to the fence as she gets a feel. It's an excerpt from a TLC program about objectophilia. I can't actually read Do we think she's like doing it now for show? Like, do you think she's just keeping herself relevant? Do I mean, you think she's just hopping around objects like, oh man, this TV? Well, here's the thing. How much money could she be making as a professional archer or competitive uh-huh. archer? One. And two, flights to Paris aren't cheap. I mean, she's and he wasn't an, probably giving her anything. She was pouring a hundred percent in this relationship. What was he giving her? He's right. a sleazeball. He has people touching all over Good him every nothing. day. And she just was probably over it being like second fiddle to everybody. And this so, is after her first marriage of 20 years right. to a, a, the very, Berlin wall. a very stoic wall. He probably didn't have much to offer either. So Mm-mm. that being said, she's really been the breadwinner, the, the soul emotional. You know, yeah. She's definitely poured more. I could see how the fence would have more of a connection to her. For sure. Especially if she rubs it and gets a splinter. Yeah. She'll feel that. <laughs> She'll at least feel something out of the relationship. She, the, no, can't. no, sorry. Um, but it, this really how, took a turn. This whole this is how we brought you back to Paris. Don't say we didn't keep the same, um, theme. We're on theme. Maggie was turning. And then we got humpy hump here. She she wasn't humping. She was turning, trying to chase her tail. I was going to say, she's also um, into objects. She wants to marry her tail. All right, you guys. Um, So you have homework. We Mm, need you to do some digging. We need the police report. Send us everything. And if you know her, send us some tea. Whatever. We promise we're well-intentioned if she wants to talk to us. Yeah, we want her to come on. Curiosity killed the cat. And guess what? Meow, meow, bitch. Yeah. All right. Um, Don't forget advice for the holidays next episode. Uh, Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO.